Jackson, we got a little problem. Uh, White Tails and White Lions just cut a new episode, and I don't think we're going to make it back in time. So uh, just go ahead and have a party without us. We're going to hang out up here for a little bit, listen to this episode. Sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Y'all be careful. Be good. USS Whitetail, out. everybody hey welcome to episode number six of white tails and white lines we're excited to be back of course we cannot do this without you and guys i can't stress enough how awesome it is to be able to talk about hunting all the time and talk about all the things that nobody else gets to and uh today we got something special we're gonna talk to the owner of the other pro staff that i'm a part of it's called time fuel so what we're going to do is is we're going to be live on Facebook, so if you don't already follow us on Facebook, get on there. White Tails and White Lions Podcast, okay? We got ball caps, we got t-shirts, we got all kinds of cool merch. If you want to look fly, even while you're in the woods, you need to get on White Tails and White Lions. You can find us on Instagram, you can find us on TikTok, we got it all. So, with that being said, let's get this episode rocking. What's up, guys? Hey, if you're with us, we got the man, the myth, the legend. I say that about all my awesome friends. I've got I've got a few in our industry, and uh, I I don't think they're just friends. I kind of they're more like brothers because I think this is a family ordeal, and this is definitely you guys. We just grow really close together, and we all do the same thing, and we all strive for the same thing. So definitely brothers and family so it's it's awesome shane collins the man how are you sir good buddy how are you man i'm good i'm good just uh hanging out figured we'd get you on the podcast talk a little bit talk a little bit about the things coming up and and what's been or what's happening with time fuel well buddy time fuel is uh time fuel is growing it's growing a little bit faster than I had anticipated. Uh, last fall, you know, we had a good season with the with the time fuel, uh, from promoting it and getting out and meet some people that uh, that's really liking the feed. So uh, we're just trying to grow a brand, man. Hey, and a lot of people don't understand. Like, it's funny because like I can talk to you and Dalton about it because you guys have literally started from the ground up. And it's tough. You got. It is, man. It's a, it's a multi-million dollar industry. And, uh, just, just trying to get a small piece of it. Uh, oh yeah. Getting started. It, it's it's a process. Now, okay, so let's let's talk about time fuel a little bit. Um, time fuel's deer feed. Deer feed, man. It's deer feed. It's an attractant. You can you can use it pretty much however you choose to. The best thing about it is is it's, it's all in one bag. Right. Um, you 
put it out. You know, you guys are allowed to feed year round, so um, or most states are. But here in Virginia, we can, and it's kind of the best of both worlds because we stop feeding in September, and the deer continue to to hammer the mineral sites uh, for two or three months. Right. You know, uh, literally, it it kind of it just sells itself, man. You buy one bag, you try it. The deer looked. Yeah. It's an awesome attractive, but not only is it an attractive, it's horn growth. It has everything in there. My main ingredient, and I'm not going to give that away. Right. <laughs> but they, uh, they do, they do like it, man. It's good for them. Uh, people ask me all the time, "Can you put it in a feeder?" You can put it in a feeder. Uh, it works just fine in a feeder, but. I suggest you to catch a uh, a day that you know it's going to rain. Go out, put the bag on the ground, and let let all that stuff break into the ground, and boom, it's caviar for deer, buddy. Absolutely, and I, you're a big time hunter. Obviously, this is this is what you live, eat, sleep, breathe deer hunting, and. And it's, it's not just you. And it's so funny. Like we've talked to a couple different business owners, um, and like the other pro staff I'm on, uh, we talked to him. It's funny how important family is to this industry. Like even me, like I've, I got a four year old in here with me hanging out. Family's everything when it comes to this business. That's it, man. Uh, you have to build the relationship with the customer uh, and you know the hunting industry is a different breed of people you know like you said earlier we're all it's family yep uh, I don't go in the woods I don't go check cameras without my boy right you know what I mean that's that's our time me him and his mama um, they love to hunt if I'm if I'm in the woods they're not far behind me yeah you know, they're in a different tree stand and this year was Mason's first year of getting out and uh, getting in a tree stand, so uh, he no longer wants to hunt in blind, so I'm going to have to invest in some of those uh, lighter stands. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll t- funny story. My 11-year-old, uh, he come up here to Missouri with me, and <laughs> he wanted to go hunting. It was cold. It was late season, and I was just trying to fill the freezer. I was like, I already killed my buck with my bow and I did have another buck tag that I could have used, but I was like, I'm not even worried about it. I just, if a doe comes by, we're putting meat in the freezer and it was a good opportunity to take him. Well, I put a harness on him and we crawl up a ladder stand. He was so scared. He said, dad, that's really high. I said, I promise once you get up there, you're fine. But if you don't start them now, you'll be like I was when I was, Hell, I was 26 years old, never been in a tree stand in my life, and crawled up there and thought, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But now, I'm made up. Like, you can't get me out of one. That's it, buddy. You gotta start them out young. Uh, it's just, uh, hunting's a good pastime. Uh, and you're, you're teaching, you're teaching your kids more. You're, you, you guys aren't just hunting. You know what I mean? I think there's there's a, a song about something like that. Uh, right. But just that togetherness, I love being in the deer blind with my wife. She absolutely 
hates me in the deer blind period. Mine too. She tells me that <laughs> she tells me that I rush her shots all the time. Blah blah, you know. Uh, but other than that, man, we uh, we stay in the woods. She she really enjoys deer hunting, and uh, so does Mason. I'm not that big on shed hunting. I like riding around, checking the feeders, and yeah. checking the camp. You know, keeping inventory. Um, we just enjoy it, dude. And that's kind of uh, that's kind of what got me in the deer feed business because, uh, you know, like I said, we feed year round pretty much. Yep. Except for, well, I say year round. We're allowed to feed till September first. That's what I call year round. You know, and then then we stop feeding and. Uh, but that, like I said, that's that's what got me into it is going and checking the cameras, spending the time with my boy. He loves to throw deer feet on the ground. He loves to roll in the corn, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. You know. Oh yeah. I'm you know, six year old. So, uh, and and another thing that I, when I take Mason Hunt when he was younger, um, I'm dedicated to the sport. I love. it. But I wanted him to enjoy it. Yes. I didn't want to get him to be like, oh, you got to be quiet. You know, we would sit there. We like, I wanted to have a good time because I wanted him to go back. Right. You know what I'm So let's just make it a fun experience whether we kill anything or not. And uh, like, like I said, he's uh, he's been pretty successful. He's six-year-old. He's killed uh, he's killed three does and two bucks. Perfect. six with a crossbow. So I'm pretty happy-pappy, I guess. Oh, yeah. Man, there's there's nothing better than going to the woods and watching your kids get excited about it as you are. I know this one here, if I say I'm going to the woods to go check cameras, yeah, she wants to go. <laughs> like all the time. That's just that's just the way she is and I love it, you know. My boys, they're I don't know, kids nowadays, the older kids, they got video games and stuff like that and my boys are if it's deer season they want to go but this one she wants to go every time never fails the boys they're like oh well we're gonna hang out with our friends or do this or do that play football in the yard instead of going you know yep but they 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 got they got it they understand Uh, oh yeah they'll come back as kids man we were kids too oh yeah Boards and all that stuff pulled me out from from out for a little while, but uh, dude, I'd skip football practice to go squirrel hunt. Oh, see, plenty of times. Man. That would be what I would. That's how I would be. You know, if like there's a lot of times like I got pretty lucky when I first uh, moved over from Kansas into Missouri. I was working for a guy, and he's really good family friend of ours, and deer season come around and I'd work like half the day and I'd be like, Hey, are we real busy? He's like, no, you can go. And I'd leave and just leave work, go deer hunting. See ya. You know? And I did that till I got a buck or got my deer. And then I was like, okay, then I was back to work. No big deal. But not everybody gets that lucky. You know? That's how it goes, man. Yeah. uh, You guys get a chance. Uh, guys that are watching this man check out the time fuel stuff so and talk about the you got a full-blown archery shop we are in the process buddy so a lot of big things going on we are in the process of doing that um i'm working with smoking guns um 
you guys get a chance, check out Smoking Guns on Facebook. They have a website, and Ryan is the owner, and he also uh, is uh, doing Gun Coyote. It's going to be your go-to shop online to get literally anything. Ammo, guns. Uh, so if you guys want any advertisement on there, we're going to be doing that as well. Awesome. New logo, Gun Coyote. Heck yeah. Uh, he's a cool dude, man. Uh, he's letting me have half his shop. Uh, that's our plan, and we're going to be putting Archie's shop in there. Cool. We're in the process doing all this right now, so that's why I've been so slammed busy here lately uh, on top of helping him do a few things for his shop uh, and going through all the motions to get time fuel a uh, New logo. Yep. All new labels for the bags. Uh, we're trying to get we're trying to get all that stuff. We've got some merchandise coming out here in the next couple of weeks. So hopefully, uh, hopefully get you guys hooked up with some of that. But Italy, guys, I was blown away last year. I started this little deal in June, and by the middle of by the middle of November, I was blown away with people that were still buying it. Still calling me, wanting want me to ship to them. Um, I got some guys in Louisiana. Absolutely, uh, they're crazy about it. Oh yeah, some guys in Western Tennessee. They they are wearing me out. Uh, they're like me. They, they want to feed every opportunity they get. They want they want they want time fuel on the ground. Uh, you know, and the, the best thing about the time fuel is it is an attractant. But it's also like Jenny Craig. You can't die for two or three days and lose weight. Right. You have to stay on Jenny Craig, you know, to see the difference. Yep. It's the same time fuel. You can't feed this one bag, and this is not a selling point, you can't feed this one bag and expect to get 160 inch buck. Right. No, I'm going to have it. But if you can get this in your herd, you can get you can get your you can get your uh, your deer eating the feed. Um and you just watch because I, a perfect example I live in southwestern Virginia uh-huh. and the deer we have on average are 150 160 pounds I killed a 261 pound buck last year. so something's yeah. working yeah something's something's happening <laughs> you know something's working uh, I, I, I met a guy, I'm not going to mention any names, up in Ohio. I was up there working on the gas line, and uh, he owned a feed company. And uh, I started testing the waters, asking him a lot of questions about what to do, this and that. And he was in the process of selling his company out to a very well-known deer feed and supplement uh, that you see on the market a lot. Mm-hmm. He sold out to those guys, and... Uh, it gave me the opportunity to kind of pick his brain a little bit. He's a little bit more freed up to talk about what all he done. And, you know, kudos to that guy because he uh, he helped me a lot, and I'm very grateful. So um, it's awesome feed, man. You know, I'm glad to put my twist on it and what I've tried. And uh, just so you know, I'm working on something for the East Coast guys right now. I'm in the process. Something to keep the coons out of your deer feet. Well, that's hey, 
That could work here too because I don't know how many times you go out. Luckily with the uh, cutty back game cams that I have, the cell cams, if it's not a big – well, you got to wait. Hold on. Um, if it's not a big animal, for some reason the cutty back won't take pictures of it. Like I don't ever get birds or squirrels, which is nice. But every once in a while, you get a big old coon on there, and you're like, holy crap. So. Yeah, we, we struggle with coons over here on our, on our farm piles. Um, they love as much as the deer do. So um, hopefully that's something probably not going to be this year because uh, I've got to do some more testing this year to see. You know, there's a process. But I'm working on that, and I'm also working on the, uh, the, the liquid form of my feed we're going to call it buck chum mm-hmm. so that's probably going to be on the market uh, around about June July and can you it's go going to be get, uh, it's just going to be a one gallon it's going to come in a one gallon container uh, it's going to have everything they love man so hey you can't you can't beat it I love this industry so much I love hunting and I love being able to you know talk about it with other people that are just as excited as I am about it. So, I mean, kudos to you guys because you guys put in all the hard work so the rest of us can get pretty good deer on camera and, and get, you never know, you start feeding them now. You feed a year and a half old deer now, you start feeding them out. By the time they're five, they might be 185 inch deer. Yep. So. That's just it, man. You know, our, our deer around here, if you, honestly, if you kill a 140-inch buck here in southwest Virginia, uh, you've really, you've really done something. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Go. And I, that's okay. what got me wanting to uh, do what I do. Okay, so, keep talking. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're fine, dude. No, I was saying, uh, in Virginia, we're allowed, uh, we're allowed two bucks, uh, season, and, uh, no, I don't agree with that because most most of the states we hunt, like Ohio, you're allowed one buck. Right. You know, and we we have a lot of the Michigan uh, bred deer down this way, mm-hmm. and we should have that same caliber of deer, man. If uh, we could man- if people manage just a little bit better, yeah. That's my opinion. I, I like to shoot, I like to shoot big. I like hunting in general, but I also like to kill a big buck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, we could cut down to. One buck per year that would help us out a lot, or or go to four on one side or something because we have the genetics to grow big deer down here. It's just it's 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 tough, you know. People, I'm not going to go there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not just that subject. You know, it's it's fine. I, I just look at it like this, man. Uh, you want deer meat? Shoot a doe. Right. I mean, that's just, that's just my opinion. And, you know, everybody is to their own. Uh, by the time, if you put it on the ground, raise some big horns. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's that simple, man. I mean, uh, it, it's a, it's a great feed for an area like we, or even you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got monster deer out there, dude. Uh, it's an attractive and it's horn growth. Yep. Bag. Like, and it's so funny. I got to tell you a funny story. Like, I met a guy in Wisconsin, and he talked about, he showed up in a, and I'm not being stereotypical or whatever you want to call it, but 
He showed up in a Kenny Chesney uh, straw hat. One of them goofy ass, I I don't know, Toby Keith hat is what I call it. Um, <laughs> and he had a cut off mossy oak t-shirt with this big old deer head on the front. And we were standing outside shooting bows. And he come over and was like, hey guys, or he goes, how do you say that? He goes, hey, you guys hunters? We just kind of looked. It was almost like one of those Bill Ingvall, here's your sign jokes, you know, as we're out here practicing. And he started talking about hunting. And he was talking about, like, shooting little bucks and shooting, like, we're talking, like, year and a half old deer. And then he was talking about just the shots he was taking, just shooting a deer in the face. Or a deer ran behind a bush. And I just shot the bush. That is not okay. And then he offered to take us hunting with him, and I'm like, I'm good. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are crazy. Everybody has their own opinion of deer hunting. Uh, there's so many right and wrong answers to the sport. Um, you know, and don't take that wrong when I say it. If, if you want to shoot, whatever you want to shoot, if it makes you happy, hey, Fine by me. Right. That's fine. You know, don't take uh, don't take what I said and blow it out of proportion because I'm not trying to say, oh, you need to shoot big deer, you need to shoot big deer. Right. No, you don't. Me personally, I like shooting big deer. Yep. You know, uh, if I have, if, if there's a way that I can get big deer on my property, hey. I'm doing know, it. That's fine by me. Yep. That's, that's between me and you know what I mean? Yep. Um. If you want to shoot a three-pointer, hey, if it gets your heart pumping, brother, pull the trigger. Right. You know, and, and that's one thing about the hunting industry. It has got so, um, you know, it's blown up. Mm-hmm. Everybody cutting on each other about what they shoot. Um, I'm not about that at all. Like I said, if it, if it gets you excited, hey, bust it. Bust it wide open. Yeah. That's, that's you know, that's what God put in front of you. You want to shoot it? Shoot it, man, by all means. Yep. Don't let me tell you that you can't. But me personally, I want to shoot the biggest deer in the woods. Yeah. You know, um, I've, j- I, I, I've hunted my entire life since I was a kid. That's all I've done is, is just hunt. I love hunting. I love the camaraderie with my buddies. Um, I actually just started eating deer meat this year. What? What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm just, you know, uh, down here where we live, man, it's just beef. It's beef enough. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of beef cows around, and that's just, uh, that's just what we ate. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get past the, uh, the game. I could eat elk. I could eat turkey. Um, I just couldn't get past the gamey taste of a deer. Right. I couldn't. I gutted so many, man, and that, that gut smell hit me in the face. As soon as I bite into a piece of meat, That's I, sm- I taste that smell. Yeah. And it just tear me up. But one of my best buddies finally talked me into trying some of his steak last year. And dude, we put we put eight deer in the freezer this year. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, we're totally excited about, about that. But even then, man, you know, uh, we always would donate the meat to the Amish. There's an Amish meat place down here. Yep. We take the meat down. We'd find somebody, I'd give it to the neighbors. Uh, I was considered, I guess, what you'd 
Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, man. No. A lot of people say you're just doing it for the sport. You're just doing it to kill. That's not the case, uh, especially not now. I'm doing it to fill the freezer up. So. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people screw up and they... Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people screw up and they, they, uh, they get confused with poachers and trophy hunters. They like to put them in the same category, but it's not because a trophy hunter, they might go out and kill the biggest buck in the woods. But like you just said, they'll donate the meat poachers. No, they'll cut the back straps out and leave them lay. Yeah. Back straps and the rest of it's laying there in the ditch. Yeah. You know, so if you're listening to this show, don't get confused. Yeah, it, it's just everybody's to their own, you know. Uh, just do what makes you happy when it comes to hunting, man. Yep. There's, there, you know, kill what you want, kill what you can use. Uh, but if you want to kill big deer, get you some time for you and get on. I don't think I could have said it any better myself. Shane, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate everything you do without guys like you, hunters like me and the rest of the hunting community. Don't get to kill as many big bucks, so I thank you for that. Guys, uh, check them out on Facebook, Time Fuel and Archery Supply. They have, they're in the works of having a full-blown archery shop, so questions, problem with your bows. I mean, anything and everything, get a hold of them. Check it out. It's awesome. Super uh, proud to be a part of it. Um, anyways, we're going to take a little commercial break, and we will be back. So enjoy a little Ted Nugent on the break, and uh, we'll be back in just a few. Hey, I hope everybody enjoys Ted Nugent as much as I do. I love it. I love his music. Even more than that, I love what he stands for. So, let's talk about uh, preparing for hunts. Um, what do you guys do that helps you prepare for uh, the season? And I'm not talking, you know, the, the food plots, the, the feeding, the cameras, the stands. I'm talking physically... Getting ready for the hunt, preparing yourself. I feel like it's really important, and uh, I know I'm guilty of it, of not sticking to it, but the guys that are out there going elk hunting, say in Colorado or Montana, and they're hiking way back into the brush, and hell, for that matter, Alaska, moose hunts, caribou hunts, anything like that, it is a very physical and demanding hunt and i feel like guys have to go to the gym put in the work but then again that makes it so much more worth it 
um, if you guys put in the time, put in the work in the gym, and then go out there, hike a mountain, hike a few miles, spot and stock, it's a lot more rewarding, I think, um, and it makes it so much easier on yourself. That way you're not out of breath, and by the time you get to where you're supposed to be, to take the shot on a once-in-a-lifetime bull or a moose or caribou, that way you're calm. Your heart's already going to be pumping because you're fixing to harvest an awesome animal. So it's like that makes going to the gym a lot easier if you're thinking about it like that. Everybody has goals just like whether you're a rodeo cowboy, whether you're – hell, it don't – a cop, a firefighter, those guys go to the gym because to put themselves in the best position to do the very best they can. And I feel like that's how it should be when you're hunting. And my wife and I, my wife, let me rephrase that because I slack a bunch and I don't even know why I'm the one talking to you about this, but she is, she's going to be on the show next week, I believe. And she's going to talk about things that she does at the gym, and there's, of course, there's cardio, but, like, fitness is such a big thing. You can't be a lazy piece of crap and expect to hike seven miles or pack a... Can you imagine packing an elk off the mountain? That's a lot of dang work. And I don't know about you, but if I knew I was going elk hunting, my ass would be in the gym all the time because I don't want to be dying trying to pack out an elk or anything else for that matter so that's i think it's important and i think that's something that i think more and more people are getting into fitness um i know my wife she's crazy about it that woman puts more time in the gym than than i do that's for sure she she works her butt off um and it pays off makes her feel good and a lot of people you know that deal with depression things like that you go to the gym, it'll make you feel better about life, make you feel better about yourself. And once you start seeing a difference, um, it's just, it's all around good for you. Um, I should probably take my own advice and start going more and actually really getting serious about it. But anyways, so we're going to call my brother. He's in South Texas this weekend. He is checking cameras, feeding deer. So we're going to get him on the phone, and we'll chat with him for a little bit. And then the show will be done, and we will start work on Episode 7. We are trying really, really hard to get Ted Nugent on the show, and we're just getting closer and closer every day. So for those of you that are as excited as I am, oh my gosh, it's going to be so fun. Um, It's going to be awesome. So if we get Ted Nugent on the show, it's Man, our followers will go up, I know that. But I think it's going to be one of those, it'll be, we're just going to let Uncle Ted go wild for as long as he wants to. I don't care if it's 10 minutes, I don't care if it's 45 minutes, we're just going to let the man do his thing. And we'll talk, we'll talk some bow hunting and all kinds of good stuff. So, with that, hold on just one second and we will get my brother on the phone and we'll find out what's going on in south texas all right so we got wendell on the phone he's actually shed hunting right now on the lease how's everything going down there 
Oh man, it's going good. A little windy, but I can live with a little wind. How was uh talk about the mineral? Was it gone? Man, yeah, man, it was it was gone. Uh, I got pictures. I can't look at the pictures right now because I forgot my computer. But when we get home this evening, we'll look them, look at them, and I see what we got on there. Sweet. So uh, you having any luck? Gang, like anxious, kind of. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's almost the suspense will kill you waiting on to look at pictures. Oh man, I'm telling you, I got I had three cam three cameras going, and I know I got a few thousand pictures to look over. So, well, that'll be fun. So, are you having any luck with sheds right now? You know, I I have not. Um, I think I've only found one access shed out here so far. Um, I'm only walking like maybe quarter of the property right now i still got to walk up the hill but we might not do that today um but no, no we haven't found anything yet we're still looking i mean we should we probably passed several i mean you know how hard it is to find oh yeah and this uh six seater and stuff so for sure hey so wendell do you like the turkey hunt so i i do and i don't you know i, I haven't done much of it um, I have, I have done it in the past and caught it a few turkeys, but it's, I mean, man, I mostly deer hunt and, you know, coyote hunt, you know, you know, you know how it goes. Oh yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I do, I do like the turkey hunt some, and if I get invited to go or I have a good spot to go, I'll go. Well, I got a phone call last night from a, a brother of mine, another one. Um, he runs Epic Release Adventures. He asked me, he said, hey, do you think we can go turkey hunting in Texas? And I was like, well, I don't know about the South Texas place, but I said, for sure, I bet the the 300 acres in Central Texas would be good for turkey. Yeah, I mean, shoot. We can... We can see what happens. It's, it's, it's pretty close to the river, too, and you got some big oak trees where, they, where they're probably roosting. So Right. And I think it would be really fun and beneficial for the podcast and, and for, uh, like, you and I both on pro staffs. I think it would be super beneficial to, like, come down for, like, a four-day weekend and get a lot of really good video. Uh-huh. I think it would be awesome. But I'm all about it. Get us calling in a couple times, man. That's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, for sure. And and then just to be able to say, well, I've killed a Missouri turkey. I've killed a Texas turkey. Because you got Rios down there, and they are pretty. Uh huh. And like up here, the birds are pretty too. But it'd be cool just to get something different. So man, they got some big toms down here. Oh, I bet. I mean, it's not it's not uncommon to shoot something with eleven, twelve inch beard. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be fun. So I don't know. That's we're gonna try to get that in the works and see what happens. I gotta check out licensing stuff like that, but I think that'll be a great, great time. Yeah. And plus, get to come hang out with family before I go back to work. It'd be good stuff. So. Yeah. Well. Sounds good to me, man. Um. Yeah, we're still we're still just out here just looking for some sheds. You know, I haven't really caught a some big bucks on camera yet. I have one big six point. I saw that was real old and 
it was pretty good size for a six. Right. So, and I love them six points. Those things were cool. Oh, they're awesome looking. Uh, and at least you guys get to shoot them down there. Uh huh. You know, we don't up here in the county I'm in. It's antler restrictions, and if it's not four on one side, you can't shoot them. Nah, man, you could. I mean, pretty much shoot what you want down here. Right. Some counties takes require a thirteen inch spread or outside the years, but you know, the counties with a lot of deer, they don't they they don't care what you shoot. Yeah, I think that's why Texas's management system works so well. Um, you know, and plus there's an abundance of deer in Texas. So that whatever works, you know, I, I know. I mean, I, it's not uncommon for me to have, you know, 14, 15 deer on camera at one time and there's still some back in the brush. Right. You know, and that's, uh, that's whitetail. Yeah. They're not even, <laughs> you know? yeah. It takes them forever to all get to the feeders. <laughs> yeah. And you sitting there hunting they're crawling up in the back and you see them walking to the brush and you're like okay one two three and you get up to 15 you're like okay i'm just gonna stop counting yeah for sure come on in yep well awesome well you're gonna have to call me later on and let me know what we find yeah Yeah, that'll be me me and my wife and helena and rusty that winter dog (laughs) oh you brought the wiener dog with you yeah, dog's out here with us. That's funny. He's having a blast. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Gonna turn the wiener dog into a hunting dog. <laughs> yeah, tracking dog. Yeah, little shed dog. <laughs> he's the only one that's found something. He found a deer hook. Yeah, he did, he did find a deer foot. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, he's already on the right track. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, what? Well, I guess I'll uh, I'll let you guys get back to it. I just figured I'd do our South Texas phone call, and yeah, uh, I mean we we got feeders filled up. We got uh, I added a spot for Rack Daddy, so now we got two spots over here that I got going with cameras. Um, I got some pictures coming and a little small video um, here in a little while. I didn't do a long video um, uh, right now, so I just did a small video of me pouring it out and. Couple of pictures, so right. Um, other than that, man, that's, that's about it. I got feeders full. We're going. And the ground's beat beat up. I'm Good. About feet up, like under the feeders, there's almost a hole there. Awesome. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. <laughs> All righty, man. Well, we will let you get back to it. I just wanted to call and see what was up and see how things were going down there. It's a going, man. Good. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll holler at you later tonight. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Okay. Bye. Right. All right. So that was our South Texas special. It's it's so fun to have uh, the opportunity to have other places in different states. And I'm pretty fortunate that my brother does what he does. And he's into hunting just as much as I am. So it's it's I'm pretty fortunate to have that family and that's I can't stress enough how much or how important family is because obviously I mean I can't go to South Texas and check feeders and do this and do that but he does he lives there so it's perfect and you know he comes to Missouri in the fall and this year will be our first year to start going to Texas we'll go to Central Texas and South Texas and see what happens so 
I'm very excited about that. It's uh, my hunting journey is just getting better and better every single day. Got a lot to be thankful for and a lot to love. So, with that being said, everybody, I know this is kind of a it's a little shorter episode, um, but that's all we have time for today. We got a lot going on. Um, I'm fixing to go back to work here pretty soon, so it's it's going to get a little crazy, but. I'm glad to be able to get out here and get on and talk with everybody and and just kind of check everything out and talk about our favorite sport in the whole world, and that's hunting, being in the outdoors, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. But also, another reminder, there are new ball caps, t-shirts, women's workout clothing line is coming out soon. Um, my wife's in charge of that. And so ladies, if you listen to the show, be watching our Facebook and we will be posting pictures of shirts and even women's ball caps. Cause like my wife, she likes to wear a ball cap every once in a while. And so we found some that she likes and she thinks that of course other women will like it too. We got flat bill snapbacks. We got trucker snapbacks. Um, we got round build caps. It's just whatever you guys want. We got, so, all right. Thank you guys for tuning in to white tails and white lines. I appreciate each and every one of you. Like I say time and time again, without you guys, we would not be able to do what we do. So I thank you for that. I'd like to thank Shane Collins at time fuel for being on the show. It was awesome. Um, we're going to get more and more of that. And be looking. I think we're going to start a YouTube channel as well and kind of highlight hunts and travels and stuff like that, um, along with wearing our awesome new swag. Um, I'd like to thank Wendell for hopping on here with us for a little bit and doing our South Texas special. Rack Daddy Minerals, I appreciate you guys. Uh, like I said, without people like Shane and Dalton, um, the rest of us, we wouldn't get to do what we do. We wouldn't get to see the deer that we see. And uh, so thank the guys that put in all the work and work their asses off to keep the rest of us rolling. So with that, hope you guys enjoyed White Tails and White Lines. We'll see you next time. Uh-huh.